0: This week on Industry Relations, Rob and I discuss week one of the Sitzer Burnett trial. Let's go. This is Industry Relations, a podcast that's at the intersection of real estate and technology from an insider's perspective with Rob Hahn and Greg Robertson.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Industry Relations with Rob and Greg. This is your co-host, the notorious Rob Hahn. And as always with me, the fabulous Greg Robertson.
0: <laughs> wow, Rob. <laughs> Thank you for that, I guess. Uh, I guess. I, I got to get over morning. this head cold, so I'm trying to be excited. Yeah, that's you know? no, good. That's good. You know, go take a walk out there. That's uh, Get things moving again. That's always yeah. helped me yeah, uh, yeah. whenever I was uh, yeah. kind of down
1: and out. Yeah, um, not, not but, right this minute. After yeah. we record this very important, very special episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, <'cause- laughs> hey, I, I will say
0: this, um, you know, and thanks again to Ed for joining us because we got Indeed. some great feedback on that. Yep. Um, Inman News kind of linked to that article in their live update feed, which was yep. I thought was very. Uh, gracious to them. And, yep. uh, more than one or two people, or a lot of people had either reached out on Twitter or myself and saying, Hey man, Ed brought it right. Um, a lot of detail that we, that they hadn't heard before Yep. and some context to everything. So once again, um, many thanks to Ed Zorn for joining us last week. And hopefully I think, uh, what a, a couple people have asked for is that after all this is done with, we, we should can have, have kind of a, a, yes. a debrief of, of yeah. what happened here, right? Yeah. So, um, I, I
1: do feel the need, though, to point, make one small comment. You're okay. exactly right. <laughs> Ed, was, Ed was fantastic. But there have been a bunch of people, like on Twitter and social media, saying, Ed Zorn, general counsel of CRMLS. And Ed made it very clear. When he was recording with us, this was his opinion. Yeah, not reflective of CRMLS or Correct. any other organization's part. I just want to make that—I mean, very, 100% very clear. clear. Okay, right. all right.
0: Yeah.
1: So, having said that, uh, it's dude. the The show is on. You oh, know yeah.
0: like <laughs> it's just like it's like mana for the for brains like ours that follow this stuff here. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Content and, creators um, in real estate are gonna yeah. be like
0: and rubbing and, empty mittens. Yep, 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 yeah. exactly. Um yep. so let's just let's just get into it. I mean, um yep. it started the week started off with a bang because the fucking Wall Street Journal oh. wrote just this. Op-ed piece, which was just brutal, and, really? and called NAR a cabal, a cartel, a cartel was a cartel yeah. or cabal? I think it, it was part of the c words. It was cartel, cartel, yeah. And really just ripped into it, and like you know, yep. As much as I don't like to get into the tin foil hat conspiracy stuff, um, it just it just reeks to me of you know, of there are no coincidences, right? That that these things are all played out. And the Illuminati or anybody else is out there is all lining up here. Now, for instance,
1: oh my lord, you're oh God, Greg, (laughs) I know you're going to go with this. Okay, bring it. Come on, go there.
0: So, first of all, I mean, just like again, one of the 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 tired cliches, hackneyed, um, you know, arguments they make is like, well, hey, you know, the price of buying a stock has gone down in the last 10, 20 years, but 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 the price, buy, the price of buying a house hasn't, right? I mean, I don't know how many times we have to kind of explain to people that buying a house is not like buying a stock, right? Um, and, oh, the world, you know, everybody around the world only pays 1.5%. Um, we have to pay, you know, 5 or 6% or whatever it is, right? It's it's too, uh, the, the, the rent's too damn high. The commission's too damn high, Right. Um, and again, leaving out, you know, what, you know, many regard to the envy of the world as far as the transparency that the MLS provides and all that. And then let's just talk about overall arching. Um, you know, who is who is the Wall Street Journal owned by? they're owned Mm. by News Corp. Okay. Mm. News Corp is owned by, you know, Rupert Murdoch. Mm. And, you know, those guys would love nothing more than the Australian model of real estate where they're charging directly to sellers to advertise on the portals, on their portals, right? Mm. They've Mm. recently installed a a new CEO that comes from that world, Um so, you know, let's, let's, did they, disclaim? did they, you know, typically when you read that stuff, there's a disclaimer that says, oh, you know, News Corp is also owned by blah, blah, blah. I, I didn't see anything there. So um, really just come on, man. Come on, man. I, ca- I can't believe you went full on, full
1: on conspiracy theory.
0: Ah-ha. yeah.
1: <laughs> Considering that. So I'll, I'll, I will address <sighs> that aspect real quick. So. What is the I mean, Rob, um, I think
0: you'd be on my side. This is a right up your alley of like, you know, the Illuminati no, and people yeah, are I'm, like, you know.
1: I'm a big believer in it, except when it like really just doesn't actually add up. So, oh, one gosh. quick thing. Jesus.
0: You're right. You know, I've lost News Corp, Rob Hahn. I've News Corp, lost Rob Hahn. News,
1: News Corp does own real Co uh, or whatever, right? Okay. REA Group. REA, yeah. Yeah. are right. uh, What's the other. Um, What is the United States portal that News Corp owns?
0: Uh, Realtor.com.
1: Oh, say say, it again. What's that word? Realtor.com. Right. So if NAR is sued and dragged through the mud, what brand does that hurt?
0: Again, um, does it hurt? It's not a
1: realtor Realtor brand, maybe.
0: Listen, listen, I'm just asking. These are, these are, this is wordplay here, okay? I'm just saying that the
1: the American portal that News Corp owns is literally called realtor.com. Yeah,
0: again, things can be changed. It's the underlying business model that I'm talking about, not the naming, not the URL name. I'm talking about the underlying business model.
1: I'm just, I'm just saying, man. (laughs) Like, if anything, if I were, if I were much more inclined toward conspiracy, it it would be the other way. I mean, no, I mean, as long as the greatest realtors are amazing because you should go to realtor.com again, again, they
0: can use the same name. It's just the business model that I'm talking about. They want that change. Right. I mean, I don't don't think think I don't think those guys I don't think these guys would be too upset if the bit, you know, the way that they could charge, they could change their business model for realtor.com could be changed. But still, you know, they're still an NAR and they're still realtors. I mean, I don't think they give a shit.
1: I, I don't I all right. I, I don't know how that's possible because you know if this lawsuit goes the other way, then there'll be like a hundred thousand realtors and then what's the point of having a website be a called Realtor.com? There'll be
0: a hundred thousand realtors, that's or whatever, your prediction. You know, two
1: hundred thousand realtors or whatever oh, geez, it is, right?
0: Oh, you're so like I'm the doomsday guy and you're saying that? That's not, that's not me saying it, dude. It's like a whole bunch
1: of people in the industry talking no, about if this God, goes, just, we're gonna lose. Please. Hey, hold on a second.
0: You that, and I Ed didn't say about that. This. Ed Ed has said that he doesn't think that any any way this goes is gonna matter one inkling bit about about how we conduct real estate. Yeah, and,
1: and it's just wrong. So, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. Um, on that front. I think he's right about a lot of stuff that he pointed out, but uh, <clears> to think that there'll be no differences. There's going to be some losses. Um, anyway, Jesus that's Christ. about the conspiracy theory side. <laughs> what was your other big takeaway in the first week? Because this is like the plaintiff's week. And now we yeah, are recording yeah. this. Hold on. We are recording this at 10 a.m. Pacific time on Friday. Yeah. So there may be things that are happening in the court in Missouri As a recording that we're not aware of. Yeah. Just want to clarify that. Okay.
0: Right. So then I think Ed was right about the jury selection that, um, you know, it didn't really, I think they they had to be basically either renters or they they could have previously owned a home. Um, But um, they weren't really, as you would say, they were um, nine renters that couldn't get out of (laughs) getting jury duty. So we'll see what that is. I didn't see any demographic breakdown from any of the live (laughs) updates. Nope. Uh, you know, from, from Inman or, or others um, out there. Um, What else? Uh, And then, you know, so now, and and this is something you brought up a lot is they are definitely kind of, you know, focusing in on these training materials, right. That a lot of those have. And it, and, and it really is kind of weird because, you know, and I forget what, what is that lawsuit where it's like, you have to show that this person made harm, right? Um, There's a term there, but- What do you mean? Was it leaders, maybe?
1: Um, Leader leader versus NAR, the buyer?
0: Well, maybe, or something else. It's like, basically, you have to say, I'm suing the person that is actually responsible for for this predicament, right? Okay. And it seems like the franchisors anywhere and, and the other guys are like, they're kind of far removed from like, causing harm there. So there's a little bit of a uh, problem there that I think, but, but no, focusing on okay, no, all right, that's well,
1: a wrong analysis, but okay, okay.
0: Yeah. But going back to the, the training stuff, it's like, so they, they seem to hone in on, well, two, twofold here. So on one, on one, on one, on one angle, they're saying, well, nobody knows this stuff is negotiable. It's just, it's just like, it's, it's rubber stamped mm-hmm. and nobody can go in there and understand whether it's the seller or the buyer that they're, that commission is, 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 uh, is negotiable. Right. Right. Um, and so that's one thing. And then the second thing they focus on training materials that, that highlight the 6% and how to kind of negotiate, making sure that you keep your commission. And to me, those are kind of, And I know there's differences between a seller, you know, a seller negotiating and a buyer's agent negotiating, but those to me are very conflicting arguments, right? Where, well, nobody knows that they can, they can, they, they, they can negotiate. Oh, by the way, let's show you all these fucking scripts, you know, that have uh, that, you know, that are talking about helping realtors negotiate their commission. Well, which is it? are they not, they don't know to negotiate or why do they build all these fucking scripts then to help them negotiate if they're not, not negotiating? So I, I just think that there's a, 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 that doesn't kind of jive with me. They're like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't match to me. Right. Hmm. And then, you know, they're, they're, they are highlighting, I think the way that the, uh, the defendants, uh, you know, in these cases, uh, the, uh, the corporations like, uh, Berkshire and uh, Keller Williams are saying, well, this, these are just models. You know, they're basically using the 6% as a straw man in a sense, or mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. you know, an example. It doesn't have to be 6%. They never say it has to be 6%. It's just, that's what they put in there. And, you know, you could go back and forth of whether that's a um, strong argument or weak argument, right? Um, you know, what do they put in their X or, you know, they could put anything in there. They just use I, 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 that. So that's- So
1: let's, let's go through a couple of these in order. I actually thought that whole, so- before that, first of all, why they're going after this training material so much, right? In my, I when I look at it, is the the harm here that the plaintiffs are claiming is that these brokers through NAR and NAR itself engage in a conspiracy, right? They engage through the in, MLS,
0: yeah, yeah, right?
1: NAR, they, yeah, right. They engage in this agreement, this this scheme, right, to keep prices yeah. high. So the training stuff is relevant in the sense of so all these brokers, you know, the Remax, the Keller Williams, you guys are part of this scheme, and the training materials kind of show your active participation in this scheme, right? Like that's that's how they're trying to portray it, I think, right? Which is why when Remax and um, realty settled, one of the things that they settled was we're no longer going to require that our people be realtors. And we're going to change our trading. Right. Um The part that I thought was damaging based again, I'm basing this strictly on just reporting from Inman. By the way, shout out to Inman, shout out to Andrea for doing a great job. Oh yeah. Shout out great to real estate news. They're doing some great jobs as Austin. Well. Yeah. But one of the things I saw was they kept the lawyer for the plaintiffs kept hammering. And there are sections of like the Keller Williams or the Remax training material that will talk about quote standard six percent, right? The standard commission. I think that's really hurtful, right? So because it's like
0: on the standard, one hand, standard, standard. Right, because they, they
1: right they use that language like Keller Williams. Is that in the slides? Yes, hmm. according to. Again, I don't remember. I don't there.
0: remember hearing that they used the word "standard" in there. But okay, uh, I I distinctly remember that.
1: Um, so, like, what you're talking about is like nobody knew that it was, you know, it was okay. So that's the first thing. I think that's why they're hammering it in the whole like, which is it? You know, it's a no one knew that it could be negotiated, or are the agents training all these agents right to negotiate the contract right? I mean, I kind of get your point. The no one knew that it was negotiable was mostly coming from the plaintiffs, right? Like, that's what I heard. You know, the actual named plaintiffs took the stand and talked about, you know, like, you know, uh, Ellis, uh, Holly Ellis, uh, you know, uh, I didn't know it was negotiable, right? You know, stuff like that. Um, And then there's... I can't remember somebody else.
0: I think, I think what, 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 and and this is why everybody talks about like from going forward, it's good to get buyer's agreements um, is that it's very upfront when you first sign a listing agreement. Right. Right. But from the buyer side, the buyer might, might start working with the agent pre any sort of like, okay, let's talk about costs. Mm -hmm. until much later. Right. So we need to bring that forward. And everybody has been, we've been talking about this forever. It's like, you got to get your agents trained to talk about those things um, a lot more, you know, in the beginning of your relationship with your buyers where it's -hmm. already built in with sellers, right. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. the listing agreement. So I think that's, that's, that's going to be a good thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, you should be signing exclusive buyer agency agreements anyway. Yeah. I mean, that's just a good practice, but I think the whole like I didn't know it was negotiation was coming from the named plaintiffs. And I think what is damaging is where a couple of them said that the 6% was already filled out in the agreement by the listing agent. Right? So they didn't realize it was Now, here's why I think it's Yeah, damaging. but I go
0: buy a car and they they put the the list price of the car on there. It's like I'm I look at that and I'm going, I'm not fucking paying that. Right. I mean, you know, it's a is it that's illegal now is to is to put your first offer out there. I mean, come on.
1: Let me put it this way. I think that's pretty powerful for the jury. Right. The nine renters, you know, for because I think that's probably kind of their experience, too. And cars are like slightly different. Right. Because cars, people are just used to this notion of I'm going to negotiate for the car. When it comes to house, I bet you they're kind of like, "Oh yeah, yeah." If it was already written in there, I would just sign it. I think that's where it's a little bit damaging. Do you know what I am saying?
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> right. I, I it
1: wasn't. You. It wasn't as if the industry, pr- like, if the practice was, listen, the listing agent came in, sat down with you, went through your comps and did all that, and said, "Okay, now let's let's figure out what pers- what commission rate it's going to be, and then I'll write it in with you sitting there after I explain it. It's like already pre filled in." Like the pre-filled in is going to be a little bit damaging, I think. Talking to jury, right? Because I I'm going to bet that most of them are not thinking the way you're thinking. Because again, they're not like real estate industry people, right? They're just like renters. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, it's already filled in. That must yeah, we be don't no know what they've
0: if they've had bought a house before in the past or anything else. So that's right. that's going to be. We don't know, be,
1: but yeah. if they have, that's potentially even more damaging because they're going to be like, oh yeah, that's right. When I sold and, my and, house, it was yeah. pre-filled in. Yeah. Oh, wow, these guys are totally, you know, scamming us. Well, like
0: two things. You know, it's funny how they, it's an ex-cop and now the chairman of Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Yeah. They, they, they just, yeah. you know, these are pillars of the society. Of, Absolutely. I mean, you know, which is great gameplay for the attorneys, I'll give them that. But I mean, come on, man. Absolutely. I mean, I just, you know, whatever. And then just going back to your conspiracy thing, I mean, these are, you know, the average agent is a sixty-year-old, fifty-nine-year-old woman, right? Yep. They're independent contractors. Yep. The churn rate of these these agents that are supposed to have churn, uh, you know, have um, conspired together is like thirty percent of them leave the industry every year. These don't. <laughs> this this it this doesn't sound like the 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 right ingredients you would want to have to create a conspiracy. Yeah, right? but I mean, the
1: conspiracy claim is not against the 60-year-old agent, right? The conspiracy claim is against NAR and these brokers. And I do think it was reported in Inman that uh, the plaintiff's expert, <coughs> uh, Craig T. Schulman, an associate professor of economics at Texas a Oh, yeah, AM, that guy. Yeah. When he brought up the NAR makes $225 million a year from all these dues, like that was the... Connection that the plaintiffs wanted the jury to make, right? Conspiracy is not these agents. The conspiracy NAR trying to drive dues dollars, right? And I think I think he drew that. So who knows how damaging that could be or not? But didn't they ask
0: him if he had any proof or any sort of evidence of that? And he said no. Uh,
1: I don't think he. I mean, I remember reading something about the proof of evidence, but it wasn't about the commission. I wasn't about to deduce dollars. I don't, I mean, that's evident, right? Like, right. And is 1.6 million people paying $150 a year. I mean, right? 225 million. Again, you have nine renters sitting in the jury who probably aren't millionaires and you just keep hammering. Yeah, that's why these guys did it because they made 200 million, like that's their incentive to do this. We'll see. You know, we'll see how powerful it is. Um but yeah, <laughs> I I love that one of the plaintiffs is the daughter of a realtor. You know, it's like, well, yeah. that's that's rough. <laughs> that's gonna be tough to overcome. You know, um, and and
0: and yeah,
1: God Lord, good Lord, yeah. Uh, All right, so let's let's yeah.
0: continue on. So then, um, I guess there was a little bit of in fighting where, um, little you know kerfuffle of. The plaintiff's attorney, kind of having with, um,
1: the home the, services uh, lawyer, the
0: home services lawyer, right? Yeah, and yeah. whether or not they're going to bring a witness or anything else, um, I don't, you know, I, the 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 Texas AM professor, I, you know, okay, he made a connection there, but you know, I the, the training manual stuff. I mean, have we? Is there any sort of like you know, to me, the biggest thing that really happened this week was a wall street journal journal article right i mean i'm not sure in the in the in the in the from what i've read of the transcripts or not transcripts but the uh summer summarized from uh, andrea uh do, do you think there's a bombshell smoking gun i mean maybe that's maybe i'm just too used to be television or something it's a television or or dramatized yeah. series or something but yeah i'm not i'm not getting like Booyah, man! We got yeah, you. Yeah, you know. No, I mean, no. what about you? No, like and
1: that's that. That was the kerfuffle, right? Yeah, because the plaintiff's attorney got angry because he said, "Okay, you well, are you going to fly in this expert from Australia?" And the defense counsel was all cagey about it. Like, yeah, on TV we see the you know last minute surprise you know witness right, like right. that's TV, man. Like in in the real world, like. You let the other guy know, hey, by the way, here's the list of who I'm calling so you can prepare. Who are you calling so you can prepare? And a lot of litigation, and I have some friends who do litigation, they talk about it's it's very collegial, right? Because you're not, you're not like- It's a job,
0: right, for it's, them It's a sense, job, so. and
1: you're, you're just trying to say, okay, let me present my case, you present your case, and we'll let the judge or the jury <sighs> decide who's right. But I'm not trying to get one over on you. I'm not trying right. to get you, you know? Like- yeah. I think that's why he saw he, – the catch mark got so mad. Um, so, no, I don't think there's going to be any gotchas. Everyone's going to be well-prepared, right? They were like oh, okay. Like, everyone on the defense side knew this Shulman, Professor Shulman, was going to be testifying. I'm sure they even got his, like, uh, expert memo ahead of time. So, they knew exactly what he was going to say, that so they could craft their responses and, you know, undermine his credibility or whatever, So no, I don't think there's going to be any gotchas. Um, I'd be shocked if there were, you know?
0: Yeah. So today's Friday and and in our conversation with Ed, you know, he identified like key points within the trial when, when there could be a settlement, Settlement, right? So, so one of the key points was the end of the first week with the plaintiffs, right? Where they, oh my God, they just smacked the shit out of us. Let's Let's convene the weekend and then let's settle. So you know, again, we're ten a, 10 a.m. Friday the twentieth here, October twentieth. We haven't heard exactly what has come out Friday, um, the full full day today. So we'll find right. out that. But I mean, I I'm not sure I'm reading anything in there. And I, again, we're not in there. And it's so lame that they don't have. I mean, it's the show me state. I mean, put a goddamn camera in there, man. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> I, show I me. feel
1: like that's something that a lot of people talk about. Federal courts generally, yeah. like. Why doesn't every federal court like live stream every hearing, every trial? Yeah. So,
0: so I don't, barring anything happening today, I'm not sure if I see some sort of, you know, smoking gun or something where it's going to be where Berkshire or NAR this at this one point, as as Ed said, is it's a chance to, to settle? What do you think?
1: So this is where – because, again, neither of us are in the room. I have no idea. I don't think there's going to be like a smoking gun or a gotcha thing. What I do think is possible, though, is I'm going to guess that all the lawyers, special defense lawyers, are reading the face of the jury, right? Because that's something we just don't know, uh, unless Andrea can say, as uh, Shulman was speaking – the jury was nodding along, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Gr- yeah. things like versus that. Versus, like, mm. you know, you know, what I mean, like, that's the difference. So, I think by the end of this, if the defense lawyers come back and they're like, "Yo, man," the jury bought the plaintiff's story, right? It's it's not like a gotcha, but what you don't know is is the jury going to believe me or believe the other right. guy? Right. I think if they walk away with, and again, okay, we don't know if they say, "Yeah," the jury was nodding their head and. I think they're really leaning heavy towards the plaintiffs. Then I could see home services or Keller Williams be like, let's just settle, right? We're going to lose right. this. Let's just settle. Um, I don't know if NAR can. <laughs> we talked about well, NAR yeah. settlement, you know? Well, they, I mean,
0: I think I think Ed thinks that they're going to settle. So the next point would be, yeah. Um, I mean, as far as as far as the, 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 defendant settling would be at the end of the trial. Right. Right. That would be a next point that maybe they could do it. And then it would be 30 days from the end of the trial when they basically have to file an appeal and, and post bond. Right. So right. we're, I think one of the three things, one of the, at the end of the day, um, we're at one of the three points that Ed identified that could be, and you know, it could happen. I'm sure it could happen at any time. But that's right. It could happen anytime. Um, but those are the three kind of points that he laid out. That's right. So that's right. Um and then, you know, so that that brings us to like, I guess, um, next week. Well, you know, here's another thing. Um yeah. about that I kind of wrote about. And, you know, if you know, you're talking about putting this six percent everywhere and these training manuals and everything else, it's all prevalent and everything else. I just seem to remember, you know, for a while there, all I ever saw was Redfin's 1% sign everywhere. Okay. Right. And, and discount brokerages. I hope that NAR at some point like shows, have you seen one of these billboards before? And, and, and I think possibly some guys are going to go, yes. Well, did that tell, did that inform you about buying real estate in any way that maybe, you know, that, you know, that this is all, that there is not a set rate here. That 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 there are different, uh, different real estate. You know, different commission rates that you can pay.
1: I, yeah, I mean, the to me the thing that I'm most curious about is whether what happens next week, in the following sense, right? Um, as Ed talked about in the motions in limine, in other words, like the hundreds of requests from lawyers, like. We're not going to do this testimony. We're not going to talk about that. Right. Yeah. One of the things that came out that was surprising to me was how NAR and the defense will present a case that talks about how positive the MLS system cooperation compensation is. Right. Yeah. And I remember being surprised because this judge in a summary judgment motion had said, I'm going to do per se on this. And if you do per se analysis on this under antitrust law, like the positives don't matter, and lack of damages don't matter. Simply the fact that you tried to do price fixing is the crime. Like that's the violation, right? Um. So, as but, the but defense- isn't
0: there an, an op? Is so? Are they now in per se, or is it like at the end of the week he could take it out, or he, I, I he basically? He basically he he said he could invoke it because right, as it stands that, right now, right. it's not it's not invoked, right?
1: That's that's exactly what it is. so that was my question, right, with Ed is okay, well, when does that come into play? And Ed's answer, if I remember correctly, was one place for sure is in jury instructions. Right. So at the end of the trial, both sides rest and the judge tells the jury Hey, as you go back and now consider who gets to win here, ignore everything NAR said about how positive this is because price fixing is per se illegal. So the only thing you have to decide, Mr. Uh, ladies and Gentlemen, the jury is whether these uh, defendants came to an agreement, right? That's the conspiracy, right? Whether it had any positive effects or not, it doesn't matter. All you're deciding is did they have an agreement, yes or no? That would be per se analysis. So that was jury instruction, but that's at the end of the trial. The other place that it said was the judge could essentially stop a line of uh, questioning or a line of defense. Right. So if if the NAR lawyer gets up and starts talking about how wonderful you know cooperative compensation is and how this really helps you know uh, black and Hispanic families you know afford representation, and the judge goes just you know just stop, right. You could just right. stop with that, Mister Glass, because per se.
0: And I think he also said maybe at the end of this week, if if he thought that the plaintiffs gave such a strong argument about and that he, right, possibly. he did per se that maybe you know possibly. next Who week knows? they would be handcuffed a little bit,
1: right? Like if he may, maybe just announces that uh, on Monday, okay, everybody, it's the defense's case, but so you have, so you all know this is per se, right? So. If you're going to go on and on about stuff that's irrelevant, like how wonderful the system is for consumers, then you could just, let's just save some time, right? Like I'm not going to allow that, right? So who knows what we'll see, Um, but that's, that's the thing that I will be watching the most, right? That's the thing I'll be watching the most. The other thing I will be watching is just my sense of this, man, just my gut feeling I don't think it's a great idea for lawyers to try and contradict expert witnesses. In other words, like when the plaintiffs have brought out somebody who's like, I'm a professor of economics and I know economics, I know whatever. And here's my analysis and here's why this... And I think he made some really strong statements like, this is the clearest example of price fixing he's ever seen or something like that. Yeah, You don't want lawyers to be like... This is not the clearest example of price. You want your own experts. You want other economists, other experts to come out and say, no, no, that that guy from Texas AM was dead wrong. This is not whatever. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm sure the NAR and the corporate defenses have to call their own expert witness. I'm almost positive. So I I think that would be the thing to watch for the defense's case. Right, right. right. Um Other than that, like I said, man, the only thing I really wish is I wish we were able to look at the expressions of the jury.
0: Yeah. You know, or note
1: taking or just.
0: Maybe I'll send a direct DM to Andrea about that. Like, hey, that's this is the kind of reporting we want. Right. So because you're right. It's like, you know, a a flummox, a board looked, a nodding. That's right. You know, and, you know, Ed had said this is like anytime you go to jury trial, just because they're human beings. Right you're already at a 30% chance you're going to lose. Right. right so right. that's just built into it. Right. So you, you right. just got to, the human factor is a huge thing. Right.
1: And like, who's more likable? Like the lawyers right. that are actually arguing is one of them like particularly likable. Does, does he seem like he's really jiving with the jury? Right. Whereas the different one? Maybe is it like, it's all that stuff that we just don't know, you know, which we, we just don't know. And that's, yeah. that's the information we need to get. Um, Let's see. I'm just checking last, this morning. There was an update, 11.32. You know, it's funny. Inman does all these surveys as they're doing it.
0: You know yeah. What? yeah. I think they're just trying to tap into what people are thinking.
1: Uh, yeah. Glass keeps asking questions he wants yes or no answers to, and Showman keeps trying to offer fuller answers Glass keeps telling him that he can wait until redirect from plaintiff's attorney to give those answers. I mean, what's well, th- 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 this? This is what Andrew just wrote, right? That's exactly where we need to see the jury. Because right. is the jury sitting there like, oh, yeah, I just won yes or like, hey, man, just wait your turn? Or are they like, why is this guy being such a dick? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, what are you yeah, trying yeah. to hide? You know, it's that sort of thing. Like, Unless we can see the jury's like reaction, their facial expressions, it's gonna be hard to know. Right. But that's yeah. I don't know. What else is there? Like court adjourns, new mom dismissed. You know? uh, Let me ask you this. How how closely do you think people not named Rob and Greg are paying attention to this? (laughs) Like do you think anybody in the industry other than, you know, our our Well, surely on friends. the news
0: sites, I mean, um, I, you know, you see, hey, the Wall Street Journal wrote an article about this, bro. I mean, so I yeah. think there's a lot of people paying attention to this. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have to find out what, what happens here, but uh, I, I think a lot of people are.
1: I think that I'm really puzzled about uh, what I did not hear the lawyer go into a lot of detail this first week, the plaintiff's lawyer. I'm actually really shocked that he didn't go into a lot more detail around steering. Because to me, this entire case was about steering. Right. So I guess I was wrong, but I'm surprised he didn't talk about that at all.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, the the steering thing, and I, I think this is, Ed had said this also on another podcast, you know, it's hard to kind of, in the, in the model we've been in the market, we've been in for, a long time, uh, this kind of seller's market. The steering thing is, it's hard to make that argument, right? But when it's in a buyer's market, we're like, okay, I got 70 homes that match my, you know, let's, let's just make it easier. Like, you know, 17 homes that match my buyer's criteria. Um, that could, any one of those 17 could be great for them. Well, let me see what, what what's going to be great for me. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, they're, you know, you'd hate to see that because that's against the code of that ethics and everything else. But if you want to add, you know, people are human and that kind of thing. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, that could happen, but you know, it's been such a seller's market for so long. It's, I think it's this, the steering argument is very hard to make when, you know, it's listen, it's a house This you know, we find (laughs) there's no housing on the market. You know, it's not like you can be an agent can be picky at all, or a buyer can be picky. Right. So, you know, that steering argument just in the, in the, in the psyche right now that I think people are in with this market and has been for like a long time is very, it's very hard to kind of like coalesce in your head because of the way they look at the market now. Now, not to say that, you know, there is a danger there, but I think uh, if we were in a different situation with like a buyer's market or something and you, you could kind of hear the, you know, that, that type of thing there, but it, right. it's maybe so I mean, that's just a, I'm some conjecture I'm, I'm making, it, it but, might yeah. Be.
1: Yeah. I'm just, like I said, I was just a little surprised that here we are on Friday and we're not hearing any real push on the whole steering thing. Right. I think one of the videotape testimony, uh, the steering was brought up to Gary Keller. Right. And then Gary Keller's like, I've never heard of it. I'm like, come on, Gary. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. You know. Um, well,
0: is it weird to you that like some of these guys are like phoning it in i mean i'm not phoning it literally but i mean that are not there a little you know, bit i mean you little bit you know, then again these are very you know important i mean is this how corporate work i mean maybe this is just how corporate america works but it's like very rarely does a a ceo or or somebody actually show up live to these things is that a, a show weakness is it whatever else i don't know i mean it's a big it's a big deal i yeah as probably. as somebody's owning the place and, and and responsible i mean i I'd want to get a read of the jury. I'd want to. I'd want to kind of understand what's going on here a bit, right? Um, On
1: the other hand, like, what's the cost to, you know, Remax to have Nick Bailey fly out to Kansas City and spend, you know, all day? I think
0: Nick was there. Wasn't Nick there?
1: I don't think so. Oh, I thought he was over the. Maybe I'm wrong. Or Gary, you know, I mean, these are these are pretty important people, like with real heavy responsibilities those companies might not be like, yeah, we want you to go burn two days, right? To just go testify yeah. trial, right? So if we could do but, it I mean, through if, a deposition, we'd rather do it that way.
0: But right? if you're right, you know, and I, again, I don't agree with you, but if you're right and this is going to impact this industry as much as you think it is, but there's only going to be 200,000 realtors, what thing more important do they have to fucking worry about than this? Well,
1: Nick's already settled. So I don't think Nick...
0: Well, okay, right but, you know, Gary <laughs> Keller then
1: <laughs> right. I, I if, if I were Gary, I would have shown up, you know, um, but who knows? Like who knows what the lawyers told him? who knows what the what the arrangement was? Um, I mean, what would be interesting, again, not that you and I have any insight into this, but we know that Katie Johnson is there in person. Yeah, right. She's got to be reading that jury. right. Like, what is she telling NAR senior leadership, you know? Yeah. Like, is she telling them, no, it looks good. Like, they're on our side. Or is she telling them, we need to worry,
0: right? Yeah. What Somebody uh, had, had reached out to me a while back and says, you know, I would pay money to have you and Rob be the commentators of, of this thing. You guys could, should go to Kansas City and do this. I'm like, oh. First of all, no. Second, surprisingly, of all, like,
1: well, I don't know. It depends on how big of a check he was going to write us to do that, right? <laughs> Maybe so, I should approach you with this beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no one contacted me. You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> well, not being able to do it live is is is, is it would be a hamper for sure, right? I, it would. I love. I remember watching that uh clips of that um, Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing.
1: Yeah, where they would yep. have
0: a guy watch it. And his reaction is like and it was in, sometimes an attorney. Well, that means this, this, and that, and that means this and that. And like when you know she would drop some, make some mistake, and say something wrong. Yeah, oh, you know,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would have been great if this it if this been, trial it, were live stream. Yeah, no question. It would you be. And I would we'd be like
0: so much fun Manning Manning TV for uh, the Monday Night Football, right? Where yeah, it's like exactly, exactly. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what, yeah. uh, what this weekend, this weekend has to bring. Um, I don't know. Like <sighs> I do, I do wish that we had more detail, you know, like I said, like the expressions of the juror, like a little bit more detail. And I know it's hard. It's like, Andrea doing the Lord's work over there. Right. But, it would be nice to get a little bit more detail.
0: Yeah, right. I think I'm gonna DM DM her. Yeah, see, uh, yeah. see if they can do that, or maybe
1: say publicly. You know, yeah, I, yeah, that's true. And uh, I I do think it's weird that Inb keeps doing these surveys, right?
0: Why is that weird? It's just like I I think it's like they want to measure like, okay, what do people think before everything happened, which is their first kind of thing, and then as news drops, does that opinion change? I think that's it, interesting it,
1: because it's not an update. Like they're okay, doing right. this in well, their live update. I'm like, do that somewhere else. Like reaction, they have like a reactions <laughs> thread, but
0: but the people, but but they want the opinions of the people that are interested in, and that's why they have it in the feed of because the people who are reading that yeah. are interested
1: in, it. I guess, or it could just be like, click here to go, you know, react. Inman
0: uh, News, you're messing with, with Rob's aesthetic on reading experiences. He doesn't like to see those things in line with exactly. his with his copy. Okay, please, exactly. somebody.
1: I want the updates, you know. Um, <laughs> but again, like, thank God they're doing it. I think it's awesome. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure we're going to, like, next week's episode, guess what? It's going to be about... The Sitzer Burnett. Uh, by the way, you, you created the, the hashtag and it's really taken off, man.
0: Yeah, I, I I think I was either the first or one of the first to do it. So uh no, no, you are the yeah. I think you're the first to
1: say, okay, this is it. It's sitzer, hashtag Sitzer Burnett and everyone else is now using it. I'm using it. So I was I
0: was right. gonna I was gonna make it sitzer. I, I hardly knew her. Yeah. But that was too long.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh let's leave it there. And then we'll revisit this next week. Uh, Same uh, same bad channel, I guess. Same bad time. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.
0: Listen, content is everything. Two Brothers Creative makes it look easy. Right now, business owners really only have two options. The first option is hire a big firm. Now, this big firm's gonna come in, make you think that they invented all the algorithms, and start charging you thousands of dollars every month. You don't wanna do that. Second option is to do it yourself. Well, that means you gotta learn SEO, SEM, copywriting, marketing techniques on the web. Ugh. You should be really focusing on your own product. But now there's a third option it's called content in a box. Give Two Brothers Creative 30 minutes a week and they'll handle everything. Plus, they'll show you how to bring it in-house later on. They'll rebuild your marketing foundation and give you tools and techniques and a new marketing playbook that'll actually produce real results and help you grow your business. Two Brothers Creative will give you the confidence and know-how to tell the SEOs and SEMs and all those other acronyms to get fucked. You're in control now. Get started today at thecontentbox.com.